Riley. Yeah, Andrew. Do you want to make a podcast? I do, but I just don't know what I would ever record about. So I got an idea for you. Okay. This one comes to me from a tweet from Alec Robbins, who you might know is the guy that made uh, uh, Mr. Boop. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mr. Boop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Monsieur Robbins, but I do not know. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, it's a, it's a webcomic, check it out. But, uh, they tweeted back in 2017, uh, which was in response to an event that was happening in the moment. Uh, they tweeted every single word in the sentence, the Homestuck Tumblr fandom doxed drill would require at least four hours each to explain to my dad. Are we trying to maximize conversations with our dad? Through online lingo. I think that this is a podcast where we um, we're basically doing yes, yes, no from uh, from Reply All, except we are doing podcasts with our dads where okay. our job is All to right. explain to them. We have to scour Tumblr or Twitter or whatever to find the most meaning dense sentences we can mm-hmm. find to then explain to our parents. The most like x level meme the highest level that we can find and present them present them to to our parents that is Mm -hmm. fascinating i'm right now scrolling because i know i could find something like while you're looking i think explaining to my dad the concept of fandom would take me a while personally yeah damn right fandom really like i don't get fandom very much I get enjoying things, but like being a part of a fandom is a little weird to me. Mm-hmm, so for mm-hmm. me to try and convey that to my dad is like a next level concept. <laughs> a whole thing that will add a layer of frustration. I mean, because I wouldn't say that my dad's in a fandom of anything. This is a very funny thing happened uh, when my wife and I were living in Chicago and mm-hmm. uh, we had a I had a friend that I was meeting and hanging out with at a party and, and my wife joined me at this party and we were we were talking to people and and someone sat down next to her I was like oh hey what kind of fandoms are you into and she looked at me with a level of fear in her eyes of just like <laughs> I don't know <laughs> no mm-hmm. like <laughs> I think that is already incredible (laughs) yeah i i don't think i'm in any fandoms um i guess maybe i was in the magic the gathering fandom a couple years ago (laughs) in that like playing magic the gathering playing magic the gathering magic the gathering (laughs) competitively was like Mm -hmm. 
a thing that I did on a regular basis, and I kept mm-hmm. up with things on a regular basis. But did you? But I wasn't like being, posting it, about it. Being in a can- fandom means you are posting. You are in the mines. You are in the weeds. You are having takes, responding I'll, to content. Like I'll yada, post yada. and have a take about a magic card every now and then, but like never with the goal of like community engagement and clout i i and I, I mean i would even say i'm not part of fandoms <laughs> i tweet about like star wars digimon whatever the fuck i'm into all the time and it's because i have no interest in like engaging with that wider culture right like we streamed battletech for like eight months uh-huh and we're not part of the battletech fandom anyone and, and anytime that someone would like try to talk to us about Battletech, both you and I were like, uh-huh. <laughs> I appreciate you. I, I love your energy, but I don't <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> I I would even say, so I I think that like I think I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say something, but I'm also gonna let myself off the hook for it. Um <laughs> good, good, good. Great, great, great. I, I think that I was part of the One Piece fandom back when I was like 16. Mm-hmm. When you were when a child, I, that makes sense. I, but like when I ran a forum for it. But I also like, I <laughs> I also think that things have fundamentally changed since then. That mm-hmm. like calling that being part of a fandom is like cute and quaint. I don't even know, like if you asked me to define fandom... I don't know if I fully could because I have an idea. And then, like, if I say that idea, I don't think it's accurate. Because to me, like, I'm not even. I think the closest thing would be like, I am part of the Blaseball fandom. I think that's the closest thing for me. I guess. Yeah. Like, I I, I run the. I, I'm part of the Firefighters Twitter. I, I like, have, I administrator for a server. I watch all the games, I call games. I don't participate, but I don't participate in the fandom in the way that, like, when you say fandom, I, I don't do the, I don't read fan fiction, I don't write fan fiction, I don't uh, engage with fan works in that way. Mm-hmm. I do we know anyone who's in a fandom? I mean, I, I know we know people that are in fandom. I've interacted with people that are in fandoms, never well, but like I've interacted with them. <laughs> I don't enjoy it, but I have to. I just I'm trying to think of like a person even is the thing. I'm not here. To, like the, I'm not here to dock someone. There's the there's the difference of like being like enjoying a thing and being part of the fandom of a thing. And I don't know if I can articulate what that is exactly. Because to me, sometimes fandom gets to be like, and it is too much. You know what I yeah, mean? Mm-hmm. It has like an implicit like. The a unhealthy amount. Yeah, like it's um. What's weird, like so, like standing, uh huh. Like that started off. People say standing something, and like nowadays they say it unironically mm-hmm. because the meaning of the word has shifted. But like the original meaning of the word was like negative because it's about a, it's from an Eminem it's about song an about Eminem like song which is dude. wild that we let that get we let that into the public lexicon and uh-huh. I don't know how that happened fully. Well, and then people like 
said it like ironically, like I'm not a fan, I'm a stan. And it was like mm-hmm. negative, but like acknowledging a part of themselves that was like, mm-hmm. you know, a thing I'm, they were just like, I'm aware of this. But then like yep. it has evolved and become just a word that's like, I'm a stan of this. And it's like, well, I think you just mean that you're a big fan. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. It's weird. You're not going to drive your car off a cliff with <laughs> not with, with your partner in the trunk. Like not, not to that's be what like, Stan means. Yeah, not not to be like a words change meanings and that's bad. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not trying to be that guy, but like yeah. It is weird when you're just like, "Huh, it is a little weird that we let that word come in and change the meaning to that and that like we've defanged everything." I think that's the uh, that's the big thing for me. I was about to say is that we've defanged everything so that you can like appreciate something a corporation puts out. Um, mm-hmm. But because I, I think that's the big thing for me is that like I don't think that there's anything that I clamor for that someone puts out in that way of fandom that I can just like post about it. I don't know. So like, yeah, I can't even explain this to you. So this podcast yeah. where I explain this sentence doing this to, to my dad. dad Jesus Christ. Explaining years of, like, not only, like, internet lingo and internet, like, uh, lore, but also you're getting into music lore. Because your dad's like, well, who who's Eminem? Is that one of those little chocolates? And you're like, well, father, <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> well, I mean, like, well, dad, it, no, it's Slim Shady. It's what he calls himself now. I You saying that out loud dealt me such damage. And I can't, I think it's hearing someone I love say the word slim shady that has filled me with such disdain i need to switch this podcast (laughs) all right hit me with a better podcast idea (laughs) andrew i have a suggestion here from uh, our our dear friend cello buster you already know who it is Uh, and i have a the podcast minds the movie the podcast have we done this actually i don't know we go up our own asses so much on this show (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, in that case, let me hit you one with Colton. A no, podcast no, 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 no. Host- So the podcast minds the movie. Is this if we we get approached by Lionsgate Studios and they say, "Hi, uh-huh. we're making the podcast minds the movie." What do mm-hmm. we expect that to be? I I expect a uh, a Lego Movie style podcasting celebration. Uh, I want cameos from everyone that we name drop left and right. I want us <laughs> to be running through different podcast worlds, Kingdom Hearts style. I want to land in an NPR podcast and both of us have suits on. <laughs> like- I, I think it's funny that when when I say something like this, your answer is, here's what I would like it to be. Uh-huh. And my thought is what it would be. Yeah, what it would be would be a documentary of these two people are just so sad. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, what it, it's no, no, billed no. as a comedy. It has a co- comedic trailer, and then it gets into it. And it's two people sitting and talking about like the state of the industry that they have unfortunately <laughs> tied themselves to for an hour and a half, and then they yell at the end, and then like Forever Young plays over the credits. The, the fact that you think that we're part of the industry is the funniest part of that sentence to me <laughs> I, no what i'm saying is that like you say we'd go into all the worlds of all of our friends podcasts and it would be good and no my, no, no. And i didn't, my I didn't is, say that 
My no 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 not good as in like something you would enjoy. Uh, uh my thought is that they would do that idea, but it would be like only podcasts that like movie executives have heard of. Um mm-hmm. so like we're getting the Space Jam 2 of podcasts. I that's what I believe. Like that's what I was pitching. Because I don't think it's good, Andrew. But I, th- <laughs> I think we're we're running through the Smart List podcast, and like we have third, we have twenty minutes of Will Arnett talking while we're not on screen because they cannot put us in the same room at the same time. It's part ah, of his writer. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought when you said the ones that we shout out, I thought you meant that it was going to be us hanging out with the anime sickos and our friends no, who make podcasts. No, 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 no. Okay, is, we're on the same us page. Being that hunted we're going to go sport by the world. Can I Pet Your Dog people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The McElroys will play a slightly bigger role than you'd expect. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They, they're, they like, pursuing us in a car. Uh-huh. And maybe that's it. Maybe it's a horror movie. Maybe it is, like, a statement on the, the thought, the, like... Maybe it is a statement on the feeling it is to be a podcaster, right? The sins of podcasting are catching up with us. Now, an important note is this wasn't the podcast minds the movie. It was the podcast minds the movie, the podcast. The, yeah, so the movie, the podcast is going to be. Uh, I think this is like a found footage horror podcast, which is. <laughs> so instead of a staged horror, this is the found footage section of it. <laughs> well, I think that it's like uh, we're recording a podcast for like behind the scenes, uh, mm-hmm. like behind the scenes stuff, except. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a, it ends ooh, up being ooh. like a, a Hearts of Darkness like, style documentary where like, normally you expect the behind the scenes footage to be like, here's how we made a cool movie and it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then sometimes you start filming that footage for the movie Apocalypse Now and it goes <laughs> off the rails and becomes a documentary that's arguably better than the movie itself. I, I think, I think the podcast minds movie, the podcast goes in that vibe. I think it is our friend Marn. <laughs> doing a podcast that like opens up with the two years ago two friends of mine started a movie about the podcast minds that movie was never finished but they kept a lot of the footage they left it in a box and when they were leaving town they said they were going to get rid of it and i said i'd keep it i've been going through it recently and some of the things i've found in here got me a little bit concerned <laughs> then it cuts then 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 the found footage horror goes it's somebody else experiencing it and then what's that justin mcelroy's hunting marner in real life now <laughs> it's an every man hybrid situation <sighs> riley i got a different idea for a podcast for you all right <laughs> this one comes to me from my friend nathan who says uh who suggests a Gru crime podcast where we analyze the crimes of Gru uh, from the Despicable Me man. from Despicable yes. Me and try to make them actually work. Okay, Riley, have you ever seen Despicable Me? I saw the first one. He had like a shrink ray, right, or is it an ice beam? Look, that is more than I know. Uh, does he <laughs> so steal I guess I'm a taking moon? The lead. That sounds right. The man's name is Felonius. Felonious Gru, yeah, okay. yeah. Our Gru Let's crime see. podcast. We're trying to figure out how to make. How do we actually steal the moon? I feel like the problem is, and I think that I'm remembering like this the set piece to Despicable Me three or something like that. And so I'm where it's at. It's like going the hardest. Uh huh. 
So but I don't so know any we, others. So like this is where we're starting. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm looking. I'm I'm on the despicableme.fandom.com wiki oh, slash good. felonious underscore grew un, un, hashtag weapons. Uh huh. <laughs> um, I'm starting to dig through here, and yes, he did use a shrink ray. What I said to steal the moon. What you said. Okay. Um. And so this is happening. This is a thing that is going on here. So I think that like shrink ray steel moon old hat how is he gonna even get up there that's stupid he has a army of minions i think that it's much better to uh like why is he flying up there to get the moon you know what i mean why is he shooting with that shrinker i think if he had enough minions he could push it here right so do we need to factor in the minion we we do don't it's part of his it's part of his hold on respect thread grew hold on respect thread grew what the fuck is a respect thread oh i'm sorry to do this to you andrew is this more fandom shit are we getting deep into the grew fandom so um respect threads are where somebody collects all the feats for one character um just so you have an idea of what you're working with when you compare them to another character, right? I have seen these for Luffy, for for Goku, for for Superman, yada yada. And this is one for Gru. Uh, so it has like strength, can crush a glass in his hand, and then has it sourced right here. Um, uh, flings his dog Kyle across the room, casually kicks a trash can to the distance. All right, he one shots uh, a shark. Yes, yes, yes. Uh huh. What does uh-huh, that mean? He punches see? a shark so hard it dies. Well, click the uh, click I'm the. I'm clicking. The I'm link. watching. Yeah, he, he even no sells it. <laughs> he just walks away. He's fine. He just the shark jumps out and he goes bah, shark down. So he's got strength. He has formidable strength. And so here we have what is durability, endurance to blunt weapons. Tanks getting hit with a wrecking ball that is huge. And so here this- he is in the three. I'm scrolling through this thread. This kind of like meticulous cataloging of abilities, gear, and this sets my teeth on edge. Why so? Can you talk to me? I. Okay. Okay. First of all, one of these lines is this feat comes from an official crossover advertisement with the soccer anime Inazuma Eleven. Flying Spectrum. I'm clicking that one. Oh, it's an anime Gru. It that's sure not him, is. right? The ca- oh no, that's him. Yeah, he just threw him through the roof. Through a boy through a roof. I look. I. I it's. My brain turns to mush anytime someone's like, who'd win in a fight, Goku or Luffy? Mm-hmm. I just, my brain can't do it because I'm just like, well, they're not, you're losing the purpose of it all. I got to pause for a minute. Sam's coming down the mm-hmm. stairs. Absolutely. Well, well, that, well. Well, Sam's gonna be down the stairs. I will. Uh, I will just talk about this part, which I understand. I understand the concern with um. With, with you know this this amount of cataloging is pointless it's stupid and that's kind of my favorite thing about it because like here we go where we, he uh he tags brat again so this it, time without him possibly throwing brat was able to blitz some soldiers while while dodging their bullets <laughs> like it's, it's, <laughs> see it's stupid and pointless but like 
I'd argue it's always done in bad faith. And I know that but bad is that, faith is isn't not the, the point. right phrasing for it, but it's like you're it's doing, trying to give the you're doing worst this faith to argue possible. that you're strong enough to stab into concrete with a piece of rebar. But it's like the reason that that happened in the movie is because it was a funny bit. Mm-hmm. Yes, Toon Force is real. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the literal like Roger Rabbit like. Uh, you know, he's able to slip out of the handcuffs when it's funny enough, but he's not able to mm-hmm. when it wouldn't be funny. Mm-hmm. But, like, to list that as a superpower is, like, you're missing the entire point. <laughs> I understand that, but I do want to read this note. Before any of you report me for shitposting, hear me out. According to the height of a minion, which is 3.5 feet on average, Guru's four minions tall, which means he's a godly size of 14 feet tall. Second, if any of you remember the original Despicable Me, you know there's a scene where Vector kidnaps three people and shoots a series of heat-seeking missiles at Guru, and he dodges them all. According to the speed of the average <laughs> ballistic missile, 1900, 1900 miles per hour, and the size of a missile according to his ankle size, Guru can perceive and move at such a speed that the missiles only move 9.5 miles an hour, 0.5% of their normal speed. Plus, after this, Gru punches a shark and is paralyzed, meaning his spine is probably shattered. To remind you, it would require a force greater than 3,000 newtons to fracture the spine that's equal to the impact created by a 500-pound car crashing into a wall of 30 miles per hour. I rest my case. He was an adolescent in 1968. Despicable Me takes place in 2010. <laughs> this could... Imagine him in his prime. So Gru could take out Goku. I get it. I don't think that's true. <laughs> Hit me with a different podcast idea. Uh, you don't like this one. You don't like. You don't like the one where I pull up different respect threads and ask you, like, what do you think? <laughs> do you think this person could beat Goku? And you sigh because you just feel just a hatred in your bones. Just anytime someone's like, let's argue about which of these two characters could win. I'm just like, you're missing the point. Can I pull up any respect thread? Can you give me any character right now? I just want to pull up a respect thread. Uh, ooh, here's podcast idea. Uh, we, or just game idea. Uh, we try to stump respect threads. Uh, tell okay. me if there's a respect thread for Don Krieg from One Piece. Don Krieg? Is that D-O-N-K-R-I-E-G? Don Krieg. Respect threat, respect. Pirate Admiral Don Krieg, one piece. Yeah. Uh, physicals, strength. <laughs> Stops a moving ship with one hand and ta- casually tosses it into the air. <laughs> casually uses a one ton spear in combat. Blitzes Sanji, catching even Luffy off guard. <laughs> and this is the updated thread, Andrew, because there was already one and people are like, this isn't active enough. Oh, good. There's, there's a special kind of post that like so i saw someone made it as a shit post the other day that was like Mm -hmm. here's proof that don krieg's the strongest character in one piece uh when this guy's like a villain from the third arc of the series like Mm -hmm. uh, but someone's like yeah like the argument is that like yeah normally luffy fights someone and then Z- Luffy fights the strongest person, and Zoro mm-hmm. fights the second strongest person, who's mm-hmm. usually a lot weaker than the main guy. In this mm-hmm. arc, Luffy fights Don Krieg, 
while Zoro fights Mihawk, the greatest swordsman in the world and one of the seven warlords of the sea. Therefore, Don Krieg is way stronger than him. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's that's solid logic. That's a solid joke, but like people make that thread on so many anime forums and that's why i'll never engage with the fandom because i'm not out here to argue whose hockey is stronger and i agree that it's pointless in the same way that we were talking about important versus importance uh last week i agree that this is stupid and frustrating but also also, I love cataloging people's shit in this way. It's so funny. I know you do. You're the you're the monarch of Google Sheets, and it, you would have invented Wikipedia if someone hadn't done it first. Can you imagine the amount of money I would have? Uh, Goofy, I typed in Goofy, and I didn't see a respect threat for Look, Goofy. So let me just the dude Reddit. that made Wikipedia doesn't have any money at all. Dude's asking yeah, me for yeah, five bucks constantly. He's always like, please help me. I need money. Yeah, uh, there is no respect there for Goofy G Goof, so that means we can end. Andrew, uh, you can hit me with one. Ooh, uh, okay. Uh, this one came in from my sister. Uh, this is a podcast called Anime Psychos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is just what if we did Anime Sickos, but just did it like... And absolutely, this is just us arguing. We just did that. We just, we just did, that. did that. Yeah. What am I talking <laughs> yeah. about? This is just <laughs> us pushing up our glasses and saying, "Well, actually, uh, <laughs> well, actual cast." I have another suggestion. Then, <laughs> yeah, hit me. Then hit me. This one is from uh, Topher Topher Disgrace, Chris Hutton, and um, my suggestion for him. I can't remember the exact wording of it. I'm not going to look it up. But he said a podcast only for him, a podcast that is specifically aimed at Chris Hutton. Uh, and so, Andrew, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you stories about, like, Chris's life, <laughs> like, as he got to this moment. And I think that's that's what Chris wants, right? Does that sound like the most... If you could listen to a podcast that just recounted your life with a little bit of gravitas, is that not is that not what you would want? Or Are what you, you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I don't know which way that's leading. Are Andrew. you shitting? The absolute last thing I want a podcast des- designed for me to be about is a bespoke retelling of my life. Are you kidding me? Well, I mean, Are you deranged? You <laughs> Hi, this is the Andrew Sherman podcast, a podcast all about Andrew Sherman. Let's go ahead and catalog high school for Andrew. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That, you, you think... You think that that's the podcast most likely for me to be like, yeah, my podcast. That's the one that I want. Well, what would what would you want? What would you want for the for the Andrew Sherman podcast? Because maybe then we could backfill to the Chris Hutton podcast. The Andrew Sherman podcast, a, a podcast specifically designed for me, would be mm-hmm. a podcast where we get a couple of smart, well-spoken people together in a room to if you describe your wedding <laughs> i'm gonna lose it. no actually here's here's a podcast specifically designed for me um it ostensibly has a topic but people are gonna go off on interesting tangents from that topic uh at the drop of a hat um mm-hmm. I, I i the topic can be whatever doesn't really matter to me um as long as they like 
they're like, yeah, we're going to talk about this thing today. And then like they eventually kind of do, but like it's more about going off on side tents and tangents. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh, uh-huh. And the whole thing takes like three hours. Okay. All right. So you're not, the thing was, it was a, it was a podcast about and for. So, so that I'm, sounds like a, I'm looking at Chris's a, tweet right now. Yeah, says I'm an entitled millennial. Make a podcast specifically designed for me, Chris Hutton. So this is specifically designed for. Okay, so 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 that is it then. Then it is the kind of the perfect podcast for you, the most wanted Chris podcast. I think that there are a bunch of people whose ideal podcast for themselves would be a podcast about themselves. And mm-hmm. those people are LinkedIn influencers. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I think I see what you're saying. Because when I read that, I was like, I want to write a podcast about this. A podcast made about Chris. But I think you're right that we need to make the podcast for. That is, like, the most optimal thing. I'm trying to think about what my most wanted podcast is, which brings me to, like, a a thought that, like, I was having earlier this week that I am working on elsewhere. But I will say it on the show because I was specifically requested to, so you get your cut. Um, oh, good. Like, the most wanted podcast. Because, Andrew, were you listening to uh, the Friends of the Table Clapcast this week? No, I haven't. I haven't received those for a while. That is fair. Andrew, I, I realized this... I don't actually listen to Friends at the Table. Mm-hmm. I just like yeah, to have I mean... it on my phone and feel good about the fact that I do. But like, I've <laughs> never actually listened to an episode in years. <laughs> yeah, you don't like actual plays. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Then, Andrew, I have the joy of getting to walk you th- here. Because there were some s- artists slash comedians that did uh, a thing called The Most Wanted Song. And they sent out a survey to 500 people. And they got them to say what they liked in music. And then they made The Most Wanted and Most Unwanted Song. So let me... I'm not going to make you listen to these here. I'm just going to give you the the links available to them so that way you can in, in a bit. I will read you the, the artist's notes okay. uh, quickly. Because I think that they're important. Um, the most wanted song is a uh, is was chosen to be about five minutes long. Um, it is a uh, you know has like R and B and rock and roll vibes. It has uh, you know it, it their idea is uh, that okay, it consists of guitar, piano, sax, bass, drums, violin, cello, synthesizer with low male and female vocals singing in a rock and R&B style. The favorite lyrics narrate a love story and the favorite listening circumstances at home. The only feature in the lyric subjects that occur in both most wanted and unwanted categories is intellectual stimulation. And most participants desire a moderate duration, approximately five minutes. Minutes. This goes on. And it's like a 20 question poll. And then, you know, they created these, both of these. Now, the most unwanted song you'll see is a much bigger file. That's 21 minutes. Yeah, I and see it has that. In, it includes political statements and advertisements and rapid changes of tempo with uh, rap-style poetry readings in it while also having a children's choir. Um, <laughs> sure, okay. And religious symbol- symbology. Uh-huh. I want to and am going to make the most wanted and most unwanted podcast. 
what's in now, your most wanted podcast? Andrew, <laughs> I'm going to send you a Google form. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you... <laughs> You've activated I, my trap card. Yeah. You hit my you hit my security, and it revealed a card, an option card that said, "Hey, here's this." And I have been making up this form. Now I still got to talk with the rest of the Never Believe It folks, who I'm, who are the people I'm doing this project with. Because <laughs> uh-huh. if anybody can help me make the most unwanted podcast, it is the people who help me make Never Believe It, which is the most unlistenable podcast. Right. But that's a different thing, specifically. Mm-hmm. So this has questions like, what is your, my favorite podcast of all time is blank, funny, dramatic, informative. My favorite duration of podcast is blank. Uh, my fa- when a podcast has ads, I most dislike them to be scripted, pre-recorded, in the middle of an episode, customized. Ooh. Uh, when, I, when I listen to podcasts, the primary response I usually seek is to affect mood, fill time, find joy. My favorite podcast subject is blank. I hate podcasts about blank. My favorite podcaster can be described as blank. And they'll fill this in, Andrew. Mm-hmm. And then, because they, these comedians, these these artists for the, the song only reached 500 people. I feel certain I can beat that with this. To be able to create the most wanted and unwanted podcasts. Hmm. Because I kid you not, I just recently closed, uh, there's a artistic manifesto by the person who put this together, where they talk about nicked music, not music. What is, like, the opposite of music, actual music, means that there must be a not music. There must be something that is 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 not music. Right. And, you know, it. what what makes music? Is it a composer, compo- like, creating something themselves? Well, Mozart took their melodies from a songbird. Is that songbird the composer, or is what Mozart's doing not music? It is, if and it ch- owns the copyright. Mozart yeah, should be sued chi- to oblivion. If a child is banging on a pan and making noise, is that not music? But they are a composer composing with, with thoughts and feelings. They just don't know what they're doing. You're talking like, very loftily about art right now so i'm very curious how you're gonna put this into a podcasting because podcasting exactly. is art <laughs> andrew as somebody who has worked with podcasting as their artistic medium for some time it is okay. and it can be <laughs> and that's the thing if there's one thing i would call never believe it that is art and i say that with full confidence in my heart <laughs> i i went to art school i know that I created Dada art there. Now, I don't think this is going to be Dada. This is specific. It might be a little bit Dada, but the most wanted and unwanted podcast, now that's that's fascinating to me. And I'm going to do it. And I, 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 know, I know in my heart that, you, that <laughs> your heart isn't in this. You don't want this, <laughs> which is what makes it all the better. I don't... Because it will be created... <laughs> No, I, I want to be mean, but I won't. <laughs> no, be mean. Hit me, hit me, hit me. I don't think that you can make art by Google sourcing out the thing beforehand. I, But see... But then you turn so it around like, and legit- you say, bah, but that's what makes it art. And that's why art is meaningless. No, no, no. That, I, I wasn't going to say that's what makes it art. Because <laughs> this, is, this is a genuinely interesting conversation that I like to have because, again, I went to art school. <laughs> There's no one who likes talking about art more than artists. It's like anthropology. I know. 
I know it's like philosophy. It's like that shit. <laughs> like, it's just that's, like, a, that's the difference. Yeah, we know that you get off to this. <laughs> Don't involve me in it. <laughs> art, art is like if philosophy was just like a little bit more unconnected. It's just from like, reality. It, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, ah, is this art? And it's like, it was till you asked. Now that you asked, it's not. And there's no other questions. Like, you you killed it. You ruined it for yourself. <laughs> Riley, good I, luck with your best and worst podcast of all time. Uh, I got a pitch for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one comes in from Eddie Feely, who says, The Prom Podcast. <laughs> okay this one's gonna be tough for me because i did not go to prom did you i did but i was trying the other day to be like i know i went so i have to remember something right you, i don't even remember i i think i remember the other dances as prom because like i know my prom is in a mm. different location and i keep imagining my high school gymnasium because i think what i remember most is my senior year homecoming okay where uh, Jay-Z's Forever Young played and we were all in a dark cafeteria. Somebody had punched my cousin by accident when they were fake dancing and fake fighting and so he was bleeding a lot and he had a tie on, but we kept dancing to Forever Young by Jay-Z and it was just like one of those like, ah, I'm in a CW show moments, you know? (laughs) You know when you're looking out the window and you're like, this is the opening credits to my thing when you're driving somewhere? Yeah, you're just like, this is the theme song for my least favorite TV show. That I'm in. That's why it's your least favorite. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> so, so you you remember this dance, and you're, you're like, you know, it's not prom. This is. I know it's homecoming. I know it is homecoming. So this podcast, if we were to do it, would just be the uh, the tenacious D song where we're talking <laughs> about prom, but we don't remember actual prom. This is a tribute. This to is prom. a tribute. <laughs> You gotta believe. Me. Yeah, I, I, I didn't go to prom, but I did go to like my senior year semi-formal dance. I do not remember exactly what it was or why it was. I Hold on. do remember. Yeah. What? How many dances did your high school have a year? <sighs> That's hard for me to answer because I didn't go to them. I, I That's was fair. I was too cool to go to dances rally i don't know if you know mm-hmm. that about me mm-hmm. i do i do you radiate it with your leather jacket and your cigarettes rolled up in your sleeve yeah it's just uh <laughs> it's definitely not that i'm too uncool for dances it's definitely mm-hmm. that i'm too cool for them um i i'm, I'm an i know mine had see. mine had <laughs> mine had three it had a uh, homecoming spree and prom spree what was spree? our sadie hawkins turnabout uh kind of thing we we're in kentucky we don't believe in women's rights so we didn't have our sadie <laughs> hawkins dance. uh but we had i know we had homecoming obviously there was prom i feel like there had to have been another dance but i cannot remember what it was i know that there was also an event for our senior, mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember this. It's like coming to me like it was a dream. But there was a there was a dance that we went to in like as seniors that was like half a dance, but half like mm-hmm. a thing for seniors. 
And part of me feels like it was required for graduation because I went. <laughs> but like, you gotta come here. You gotta socialize. I do remember We're not letting you not socialize. I, I do remember like looking around at the like thing and like nobody was having fun. Like I, I distinctly remember like mm-hmm. not even like a not not even like shitty high school Andrew being like I can't have fun here but I literally looking around and being like oh everyone hates this like nobody wants to be here and I can actively tell that looking around the room I'm just gonna go and hang out with my friends instead um and I think I did that I hope I wasn't lonely that night it's a sad sentence to say out loud and (laughs) fuck I feel like the best thing is here is I'm going to fade. I fully intend on fading this podcast out to Forever Young based on the joke we made earlier in this podcast <laughs> about the podcast minds of the movie. <laughs> and I feel like you just you just pitched me the perfect closer as like that comes in. <laughs> and we both just sadly hi-ho. Yeah, hi-ho. <laughs> hi-ho. Cheers, Andrew. Cheers. <laughs> Do you really want to live forever? Forever and ever. Forever. I want to be. Hey, may the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows. But we ain't even thinking that far. You know what I mean? Forever. So we live a life like a video. Video. Where the sun is always out and you never get old And the champagne's always cold and the music's always good And the pretty girls just happen to stop by in the hood And they hop they pretty ass up on the hood of that pretty ass car Without a wrinkle in today Cause there's no tomorrow Just a picture perfect day that lasts a whole lifetime And it never ends cause all we have to do is hit rewind So let's just stay in the moment, smoke some weed, drink some wine Reminisce, talk some shit forever young is in your mind, leave them off the can race, neither space nor time. So when the director yells cut, I'll be fine. I'm forever young.